Welcome to Art Journal with the Moon, a podcast about learning how to practice magic, tend to the soul, and do your deep emotional healing with your art journal and the moon hosted by Dana DuPont. In this podcast, I share with you the comings and goings of the moon in the week ahead, my suggestions for aligning with her energy in a creative way, and my tips and tricks for art journaling with the moon. Here, we explore lunar cycles, seasonal shifts, and art journaling to find our way back to the grounding rhythms of the natural world, to step into our power, and to access our own inner magic. The moon is our companion, and the seasons our muse, guiding us to create, reflect, and grow through the colorful pages of our art journals. So come, gather round, and let's weave magic, art, and healing into your daily life. Hello, my creative friends. In this episode, I want to talk about the magical tools that I use to plan and vision success in the upcoming year. Reflecting on the past year and visioning the upcoming one is a pretty great spiritual practice that I've been implementing in the autumn months for several years. In this episode, I'm going to share my favorite magical tools that help me reflect on the past year and vision success in the coming one. The old year right now is winding down slowly but surely, and the promise of a brand new one is calling me, and it's calling me to reflect and chart out my dreams and goals for 2024. Every fall, I dive deep into my spiritual rituals of releasing the past year and setting intentions for the one to come. This is a spiritual practice I don't like to rush. It's a journey that I stretch out over several months, so I usually start in October and use the Witch's New Year as well as a starting point for reflecting on what it is that I want to plant seeds of for the upcoming year. And then I give myself the whole autumn months to plan and vision the year ahead and allow my thoughts and feelings to kind of marinate and deepen. The first step in my planning and visioning for the year ahead is gathering the magical tools and supplies I'll need. So when you gather your spiritual tools and plan for the year ahead with magical techniques, you're not just setting goals, in my opinion, you're casting spells for success. By using magical tools like candles to invoke your spirit allies or tarot oracle cards to tap into ancient wisdom, pendulums for guidance or art journals for visual manifestation, one of my favorite, and day timers to sync with natural rhythms and lunar cycles, which, oh my goodness, I do so much magic in my day timer, you create a sacred space where your visions for 2024 can take root, grow, and flourish. So before we kind of dive into planning for the whole year, I thought it would be a nice episode just to get acquainted with the supplies you might need. These, of course, are just my suggestions based on the magical supplies I use every year. So definitely feel free to cater this list to your unique preferences. Obviously, your practice is going to be a little different than mine. But in my opinion, the first thing we need to start with is you. I know it might sound silly, but I think it's worth mentioning because in my line of work, I see all too often how whenever someone wants to tap into their intuition or receive guidance from spiritual realms, they forget to trust themselves and their bodies first and foremost. If the spiritual guidance you seek when you plan and vision for the year ahead contradicts what's in your heart, always choose to go with your heart, with what your heart is telling you. The messages you receive from spiritual realms are there to support you, not make the important decisions for you. 
While they provide valuable insights and perspectives, they should not overshadow or negate your own inner wisdom and heartfelt desires. Your body and heart are intrinsic compasses, uniquely attuned to your personal journey and destiny. Any external guidance, no matter how profound or spiritual, should always be weighed against your own innate wisdom. Always, because you are the magic. It's essential to absorb the spiritual messages you receive and reflect on them. But when making decisions, especially those concerning your dreams and goals for the upcoming year, always circle back to your core feelings and your instincts. You hold the sovereignty over your life's path. External guidance from intuitive Readers or even from your own spiritual tools can offer signposts, but the journey is yours to take and yours alone. So never relinquish that power or let any external influence dilute your inner wisdom. You matter most. Guidance is just that. It's just guidance. Take it in and consider it, but check in with yourself and your body. Your body has an especially important role in your visioning and planning for the upcoming year because your body with its nuanced reactions and wisdom serves as a barometer, gauging the alignment of your dreams and your decisions. When you contemplate a decision or a direction for the upcoming year, your body is going to offer you immediate feedback. Feeling light or buoyant, maybe that's a positive affirmation. Feeling weighed down or queasy or overly anxious, that might be your body signaling caution or potential misalignment, maybe wanting you to reconsider things. The sensations in your body aren't random. They're deeply ingrained responses, guiding you towards well-being and away from potential harm. For example, when it comes to your year-ahead goals, you might start by tuning into your spirit and getting a sense of where it wants to lead you. This is great, but your spirit can have big, lofty goals because it might not consider your body's limitations. It wants to soar. While such dreams reflect your higher aspirations, it's essential to ground them in the reality of your physical and emotional capacities. If the sheer magnitude of a goal feels overwhelming, causing stress or physical discomfort in your body, it's a sign to reassess. You don't have to throw away your dreams, but you might have to break them down into smaller, more manageable chunks or adjust the timeline so that your spirit's desires kind of align with your capabilities. Your body has lived experiences, memories, and traumas. As you vision and plan, your dreams and goals for the coming year might inadvertently push against these experiences, leading to physical or emotional resistance. In such situations, I think it's crucial to pause, understand, and tend to the root of these responses. This is the important part of the work I do in my course, Art Journal with the Moon, to plan and vision the year ahead, because your dreams and goals won't happen if your inner parts, your either your past life parts, your wounded inner child parts, or ancestral parts, if there are parts that are afraid of where you want to go and they don't want to move in the direction you want to move in, you're going to have an internal conflict. So I think we can lovingly and compassionately tend to those fears and memories so that every part of you is in agreement with your vision for the year ahead. So just to recap, no matter what tools or supplies you use and no matter what guidance they offer, trust your body, your desire and your preferences and your wants and needs always because you matter most. The next tool or supply I would, you know, bring into the fold for the planning and visioning the year ahead is a yes, no divination tool. So there are many ways to receive messages 
and guidance from your spirit allies, but sometimes a simple, straightforward yes or no is all you really need. While extensive readings and rituals have their place and I do use them to plan and vision the year ahead, there are moments when what I truly seek is a clear, uncomplicated yes or no. This is where tools like dice or playing cards or pendulums come into play. As you sit down to plan and vision the year ahead, these tools can be really invaluable. They offer a bridge to your spirit allies, allowing you to seek their guidance on small or big choices. And while detailed messages and insights are beneficial and you're going to want them, there's also an undeniable power in the stark clarity of a yes or no. It cuts through the noise, providing direction and assurance, ensuring that each step you take is aligned with both your personal intentions and the wisdom of the spirits that are guiding you. I explain and describe each of these tools in more detail in my upcoming free live virtual class, Seven Steps to Magically Prepare for Success in 2024. So if you want to join me in that free class, um, you do have to register. So you just want to visit me online, danadepont.com, and just look for the free class and you'll be able to register and join me. Now I want to talk a little bit about those tarot and oracle cards. When planning and envisioning the year ahead, the symbolism and narratives within tarot and oracle cards can offer a deeper understanding that goes beyond the simplicity of yes-no divination. Each card in a tarot or oracle deck is rich with imagery, mythology, and layers of meaning, providing a little bit more nuanced answers and guidance. Plus, while yes-no divination can give direct answers, Tarot and oracle readings invite introspection, allowing for a broader exploration of the challenges or the opportunities and the energy surrounding the year ahead. Often when I'm in a magical space, planning and visioning the year ahead, the insight from the cards isn't as important as the insight I receive from just sitting with the Im images and the messages they offer me. The way they trigger my memories or pull up feelings help me to see what's going on in my inner world, which is helpful because I'm often a mystery to myself. So truly tapping into your innermost thoughts and feelings can be hard to do. Other people's expectations and grain beliefs that aren't even yours and conditioned thinking passed down to you or even your own defense mechanisms can prevent you from seeing what's true for you. And when you're planning and visioning the year ahead, you want to be able to see what's true for you. This is where spiritual tools like tarot and oracle cards come into play. These cards have this rich symbolism and wisdom, and so they act as mirrors, reflecting our internal landscapes back to us. They provide a framework for deep self-reflection, enabling you to kind of bypass surface-level distractions and dive into the depths of your own psyche. By laying out these cards and meditating on their meanings, you get a clearer vision of your true desires and the path your soul yearns to tread in the coming year. I have a whole section in my course, Art Journal with the Moon, to plan and vision the year ahead. That kind of goes through how I use tarot and oracle cards um, when I'm thinking about what's coming up for me and the 12 months that are coming ahead. So you can look forward to that if you join me there. Now, when I'm I'm also thinking about my cleansing tools. So what I'm going to bring in to clear or cleanse energy. An important step of planning and visioning success in the year ahead is releasing what you no longer need and letting go of what you do not want to carry into the new year. Cleansing and clearing past energies is kind of akin to wiping the 
slate clean, ensuring that you don't carry old burdens, stagnant energies, or unresolved issues into your fresh start. Of course, you know, we're not going to be able to get a squeaky clean fresh slate because we are human, but it's always a good step to take to clean out as much as you can. This opens opens space for new opportunities and ensures that your vision for the coming year isn't muddled by some of the residues of the past. Everyone has their own cleansing and clearing rituals. There are smoke cleanses, singing bowls, tuning forks, bells, moon water, essential oils, salt bowls, and so many more, each with their unique attributes. Choosing between these tools often comes down to a personal preference or resonance and the specific nature of the energies you want to work with. While some might find the act of a smoke cleanse incredibly grounding, others might connect more profoundly with the way singing bowls or tuning forks can create vibrations that dispel negativity while at the same time bringing harmony and alignment. The key here is just to listen to your intuition and opt for the tool that feels most aligned with your cleansing needs and personal spiritual practices and or your own body sensitivity. Because I know for me, I can, with my MCAS, I can no longer use the tools that I used in my 20s. I can't use a smoke cleanse or incense and I can't use essential oils. So I now use moon water and a lot of other creative ways. If you don't know what your favorite cleansing tool or ritual is yet, no worry. Again, I talk about that more in my free live virtual class, Seven Steps to Magically Prepare for Success in 2024. And I'll I'll share my favorite cleansing tools, which are also um, obviously catered to my highly sensitive needs. And there are some that I created specifically to be performed in my art journal, which I have to say is my favorite place to work my magic and plan and vision for success in the coming year. So if you're a highly sensitive healer or artist, you might really enjoy my creative approach to cleansing and clearing. Another tool that I bring to planning and visioning success in the coming year is a brain rewiring tool. So when I plan for and vision that success, I don't just stop at cleansing and clearing energy from the past year. I also work with my subconscious mind to clear out old, unhelpful memories and beliefs that might hold me back in the coming year. For me, that's what the map process does. It's like a special cleanup crew for your mind. By tapping into how our brain can change and adapt, which is like just another fancy word for neuroplasticity, the map method helps rewrite memories that aren't serving you anymore. Think of it as tidying up the clutter in your mind, making space for fresh, positive thoughts. When you hold on to limiting beliefs or fears from the past, it's like trying to drive forward while constantly looking in the mirror and stepping on the brakes. It can hinder your progress and cloud your vision. But with something like the map method, you can clear out that rear view mirror, allowing you to focus fully on the road ahead. And now add to that the power of the moon and the symbol of cycles, renewal and growth. And you got a recipe for some really good transformative planning. As you plan and dream for the coming year, using something like the map method in sync with the moon's phases ensures you're not just setting goals, but also creating the right mental environment to achieve them. Making sure your mind is your best ally when you're chasing your dreams in 2024 is pretty helpful. There are several modalities out there that aim to achieve similar results. The brain with its incredible adaptability can be approached and nurtured in various ways. 
Some might resonate deeply with one method, while others might find great results in another. What's important is finding what speaks to you and aligns with your personal journey. As you stand on the threshold of a new year, ready to set your intentions and manifest your dreams, remember to prioritize this mental housekeeping as well, whether it's through the map method like I use or another technique, clearing out old limiting beliefs and fears is a critical step. Think of it as laying the foundation for a house. The stronger the foundation, the more stable and grand the house can be. Explore and discover and embrace a method that works right for you. Just ensure that as you prepare for success in the coming year, you give your mind and especially your subconscious mind the attention and care it deserves. Another thing I bring, of course, to every year when I'm planning and visioning for the year ahead is a calendar or a day timer. I happen to use a day timer and let me tell you, I never would have thought I would be so into day timer magic, but Wow, I do a lot of magic in my daytimer. I confess I'm old school. I will not give up my physical daytimer because that's where I do the majority of my year ahead magic. When getting ready for the year ahead, something as basic as a calendar or a daytimer can be your magic wand. I perform most of my year ahead magic in that daytimer. Like I said, it's the map of my everyday life after all. So by painting and doodling and casting spells and noting down my plans and visions in my daytimer, especially when aligned with the lunar cycle, I bring a sprinkle of magic to my year. It's obviously not just about dotting down appointments or to-dos for me. It's actually a really like a long process that I describe more in my course, Art Journal with the Moon to Plan and Vision Ahead, because there's a whole section there where we dive deep into the magic of using your day timer. And you can tell I'm really passionate and I love it. By placing your dreams, goals, and even little magical reminders in it, you not only set out your intentions, but you also get the, these daily nudges from them throughout the year. After all, most of us check our calendars daily, right? Like at least I know I do. Each time you glance at it, those words and images whisper to your inner self, keeping you connected to your dreams and ensuring you stay on track. It's like having a little magical guidebook you carry around, always reminding you of the path you've set out for yourself. Plus, for artists, healers, and intuitives and creators, the mind often dances to its own rhythm. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed that. So you're always wandering through this myriad of ideas and inspirations and dreams. While this is a beautiful gift, allowing for healing and magic and creation, it can also mean that maintaining focus can be a challenge. The world inside a creative person's mind is vast and vivid, and it's also too easy to get lost in, especially when there's a new idea at every turn. Having a tangible tool like planning and visioning in a daytimer provides a grounding anchor. It's a constant physical reminder of the goals and intentions that you set for the year. When distractions arise or when the allure of a new project tempts you away, your daytimer serves as this like gentle nut drawing you back to your core focus for the year. For those who find their attention drifting easily, this is this kind of daily visual reminder can be invaluable. Moreover, having your visions and your goals artistically expressed in a place you frequently check amplifies their presence in your daily life. It's not just a list or a note. It's an artistically crafted piece of motivation colored with your dreams and aspirations. Every glance of it becomes like this reaffirmation of your path. For artists and creatives who sometimes need that like extra scaffolding to stay on course, 
merging your planning and visioning and your daily task into like a singular creative space is a powerful way to ensure that your dreams don't just stay dreams, but evolve into tangible realities. Of course, when I'm planning and visioning the year ahead, I'm also bringing my art journal because that's my absolute favorite magical tool. Um, imagine having this special book, like a magic diary. So it's a little like how I use the um, day timer, but it's actually there are two very different ways of how I work my magic for the year ahead. Um, but there is some similarities with the art and the imagery. But having that special book, like that magic diary where you can scribble down all your hopes and your dreams and your wild ideas, it's such a great thing to have. It's a space where your imagination can run free. In planning the year ahead, your art journal becomes your best friend. It lets you dream big, doodling out ideas that might seem too crazy elsewhere, but feel just right in the magical spaces of your special book because you don't have to commit to it yet. You're just playing around. You're allowing yourself to explore. By letting your hand move freely, drawing or writing, you can often discover things about yourself and your goals that you didn't even realize before. Plus, when you need a bit of healing or a moment to reflect on something heavy in your heart, your art journal is there for you. It's a safe spot to pour out your emotions and then work through them using colors, shapes or words. And the best part, all the magic, the dreams, the plans you've put into your journal can stay with you. Anytime you feel lost or need a reminder of your big dreams, you just flip it open. It's like a personal roadmap sprinkled with starlight showing you the way all year long with colors, shapes, and images that speak directly to your soul. It's even something that you can open up and put on your altar to keep you focused. So I've just given you a sneak peek into the magical tools that you can set up to have a fabulous year. But of course, that's just the tip of the iceberg because I got a treasure trove of this stuff and I'm eager to share it with you. So like I mentioned, you know, please come and join my free life a virtual class, seven steps to magically prepare for success, because it's really not your typical planning session. It's about weaving your intentions with a sprinkle of wonder and charm and tuning into those invisible forces all around you. So I'll walk you through blending your sensitive, intuitive side with magical planning so that we can think about what it lo looks like and feels like to shine in 2024. As I mentioned, you can just see the details for that. Um, at the bar at the top of my website. See you next time. Enjoy. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to read about the weekly moon updates and daily art journal with the moon prompts I share here and enjoy the visual map of the moon's comings and goings I create every week, check out my blog at danadepont.com forward slash blog. That's D-A-N-A-D-A p-o-n-t-e dot com forward slash blog. If you know a creative spirit who would love this episode, please share it with them so they can art journal with the moon alongside us. And if you don't want to miss the next episode, make sure you subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app. And please, if you could be so kind as to leave a review on your podcast app, it doesn't take much time, but it helps me grow and improves accessibility to other listeners. Plus, my heart does a little hefty loop de loop when I receive a little support and love. Thanks for listening. See you next week.